like twin sons on a womp rat's tail. Welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Holy shit. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> oh, <What>? my God. <laughs> Woohoo. How's everybody yeah. doing? Yeah, not too bad, man. It was a bit of a an odd hibernation for once. At first, you know, stepping <laughs> away from the pod was a bit odd. <laughs> I'll kind of get used to it, you know. Now we're back, baby. We're back. Oh, I got used to it real quick. I'll tell you that much. Well, I mean, I, I kind of outlined it when we when we first went in, into hiatus. It was the holiday, so I was taking you know that, a little bit of time for that. And uh, I was starting a new job, which I did not enjoy so much. Uh, and then <laughs> you know, a couple weeks turned into more weeks, and then suddenly we were a month deep, and on and on we went. And I I left that job and started a new one. So again, I needed a few more weeks to to focus. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm coming out the other end of that transition and in a really good spot, loving the new gig, uh, loving the new schedule. Uh, everything's looking up. So, um, nice. you know, I messaged you guys and said, guys, you know what? I think it's time we, uh, we get back on the mics this weekend. And, and, you know, Star Wars is starting to loosen up and give us some news and a little bit to talk about. So I think it's a good time. You know, it's it's Easter weekend. It's a time of resurrection. And I, I think we sh- the real resurrection is happening here this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's not risen. The Holy Trinity. Yeah, I was going to say, not the fake resurrection. <laughs> now all we need is some stupid blue Blast butterflies. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, Carlos, what's going on, man? It's been, it's been a while since we even talked. Never mind uh, recorded anything. Yeah, we've uh, we've kind of... Uh, yeah. Uh, let you, uh, let you uh, take care of your stuff, you know? <laughs> I've been uh I've been here uh, doing my uh, doing my thing uh jumping on podcasts whenever I could. Um jumped on with Rob Cast on the Roman Podcast and uh, a couple of the round tables and uh that was fun. I had a had a good time doing that, you know, keeping the flame alive. And uh yeah, that's about it, man. You know, working and uh, and kids and and uh, just trying to get my life together. It's, it's all good. It is all good. I mean, I think we all, I mean, despite everything, you know, here we are still in this never-ending pandemic that won't go away. Uh, but I think we all came out of this winter pretty unscathed, right? Like it was not particularly awful winter weather-wise. Like, you know, we didn't have any stretches of 30 below and, and it, there wasn't too much snow. It was, it was as far as winters go and having to stay home. It was fairly decent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yep. Mother Nature, Mother Nature kicked us in the balls with a pandemic, but then kind of kissed us on the cheek with a nice winter. It was nice. Oh, it was no, nice. I, it was I, nice. I, I, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Exxon Mobil and uh, and BP for uh, the, the global warming. Just making <laughs> sure, because let's be honest, if if it was below zero this past week, we would have got sixty centimeters of snow. Oh yeah, for the amount of rain, <laughs> the amount of rain we got, man, it was crazy. So I, I was kind of grateful for that, you know, free car, free car wash day. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You even clean the streets too, man. Like it's a good cleansing all around, to be honest, yeah. after yeah. winter, like it's gone now. It's over. Like we spent the weekend outside. It was beautiful. Every time it rains like that, I think of that, uh, the Pearl Jam song, Wash. Oh boy. There's a B-side yeah. for you. Oh yeah. Uh, the deep cut B-side. And uh, I always sing that to myself uh, when it rains, uh, especially in the springtime. Yeah, it's a deep cut. I like that song. Yeah, I, I got another interesting tidbit actually. I didn't tell you mentioned this earlier, Carlos. 
I have I have not shaved since I actually moved back in this place, but let alone since we last podcasted. You haven't shaved like you haven't even trimmed the beard at all? I no. trimmed it once. He looks, he looks back like in Moses December. He looks like yeah. Moses descending down from the mountain. <laughs> it's oh, been yeah. glorious. Yeah, when I play hockey now, I feel the bounce in the beard. Wow, nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I, I just started uh, I just started well, I, I, I put a challenge to myself because uh, I'm almost at my goal weight which is something that I never, ever thought I would say. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, like I'm at the, the best shape I've, I've been in uh, as an adult. <laughs> and uh, so it's, uh, I'm like uh, 10.4 pounds away uh, from, my, from my goal weight. And I said, I'm not going to shave until I, um, until I hit it. But that doesn't preclude trimming around the beard. So I'm just going to grow the actual beard and just like, you know, I don't want to look like... Uh, What's well, his name? I have to say, Lumberjack I, I, Jim there with the the neck beard. Like <laughs> I, I talking about James? No, well, you made it personal, dude. I wasn't even talking about James. <laughs> yeah, no, I just uh, I didn't want to have that lumberjack look. But I, I did actually speak to James. I was like, James, what do I do, man? Do I trim? Like I'm at a point now where I just don't know anymore. And he's just like, you don't trim, man. He's like, just let it go. Get yourself some. Uh, I don't know if you call it jojoba oil or jojoba oil that's <laughs> yeah, jojoba oil and it's uh usually i use i started using my beard butter again like back in the day i was actually sponsored my podcast was sponsored by um beard butter oh, by beard, beard butter and beard oils like uh yeah it was pretty cool and i still have some left over so uh i'm actually started using it and made it nice and soft it's still good it's still good yeah it smells like sandalwood and depression <laughs> tumbling saber is gonna be a bit darker now folks <laughs> tumbling down the hole of depression yeah it's a deep oh. hole man oh man uh no um well speaking of of you know keeping the uh flame lit as you you know you'd done some uh some round tables here and there and and uh, guest spotted with nerd room um, oh yeah that's true too yeah yeah uh, you know jumping on wherever you had the opportunity uh i also I, I podcasted three times during the hiatus, which was, you know, three and a half months. So it was few and far between, but I did hop on with uh, Pete and Rick over at Jam Transmissions for their 100th, which was great. And I also was able to fire up a, a podcast that we've been talking about for a long time with Robcast and uh, Tim from the Nerd Room and Mark Godsiff, the legend, the legendary Mark Godsiff. And we finally started up the, uh, the Showrunners podcast, which we just dropped yeah. our... First episode, which, Corey, I, I know you love the loophole, but we did a zero episode yeah. uh, late February or early March or so. And uh, we just dropped episode one over this past weekend. So uh, it was great. It was fun. It's fun, man. It's it's, it's so yeah. easy. It's so easy to roll up to the mic with the, with, with those guys. It's a murder. No, it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. It was, I was going to call it the 27 Yankees. Yeah, it's, you know, talking with Mark and Rick and Rob. Well, not, well Rick too. Rick too is, you know, Rick would be great to have too. But uh, with Tim and, and all those guys in, in tow, it's you know, we t we went for like two hours. We could have went for three. Yeah, we really could have done a third hour. It was it was that much. But I think a couple of us were getting texts from from our significant others going, "When is this going to end?" <laughs> Short answer: Never. What? Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going because we going. Know, we, we wanted just, to. Uh, you just send back a question mark. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> no, all she has to do all, to, to sort of end it for me is just tell the kids to get on Netflix and just eat up all the bandwidth. And I'm done. It's over. Kick me all right. Kick me right off. Uh, but no, that was it's been a that's been a great time. We're we're doing that monthly. Uh, so you know, if, if you're listening on the uh, or if you've got the Star Wars Commonwealth Plus on your podcast feed, you will uh, you'll get that whenever we drop new episodes. But that's been sort of uh, that's been the only thing podcast wise that I've been doing. Didn't you do the nerd room? No. You didn't get on the nerd room at one point. I thought you did. No, I don't think so. Not not since the hiatus. I think I would remember, but. I don't, I don't know. know. You should probably ask those guys. They 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 they're, uh, they're they're younger with better memories than me. Hey, dude, I even forgot that I was on the nerd room. So <laughs> it was a great time, though. I had it was. Real, I had I had a lot of fun. It was a good show, but uh, yeah, yeah. It was, li- cool. list, it was fun listening to who, uh, you guys jockey over who who has uh, ownership over the name Carlos. <laughs> yeah, there was that, and then there was uh, who was the real Corey and who's the real Sonny. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway, thanks to everybody for you know, patience waiting around for us to get back at it. It was all my fault, uh, but you know, uh, life got kind of got in the way. Uh, but we're back at it, and you know, I, I'm looking forward to whatever version of this podcast that we want to call it. I, you know, I'm, I'm big on evolving things and and uh, letting things evolve the way they need to, and, and and so that the hobby of podcasting can never take up more than it, than it really needs to. So to that end, uh, we're going to have a, some changes around here. Uh, I don't think anything that will be so drastic and jarring. Like uh, the biggest one will be one that our listeners and friends never feel, which is that we are recording r- way earlier than we normally do. We usually started at 9.30 on Sunday nights, which was already a brutal time. Uh, we were already exhausted <laughs> and, and, you know, dreading the coming week. Uh, but we 930, have... 9.30 is when we open the door. If 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 ever the 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 record button, <laughs> the record button was ever pressed at 9.30, like oh. I'd be surprised. Wow, man. It's closer to 10. It was yeah, really like yeah, the call started at 9.30. We didn't get to it till quarter to 10, sometimes a bit later. If we had real technical issues, there have been times we oh. started after 10. Yeah. So to be up at midnight was not uncommon for us. And and to do that now. Like now, now I'm, up, I'm up earlier than ever now. My, my new job, uh, my schedule is different. It's earlier. I finish earlier, but I start earlier. And so, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So we are, we are starting. It's like, it's, it's not even nine o'clock yet. And here we are nice. already recording. So I, I'm happy about that. Um, and the other, the other big item is we're not going to focus so much on the news. You know, there's, there's, I mean, we're going to have topics to talk about and i think you know to keep things interesting but as far as news goes we'll touch on the bigger things um but we're a lot of the rumors and conjecture will probably leave to the side unless unless we just deem it as like no i really want to get into this you know it's really it's just that so many like literally hundreds of other podcasts do this talk about news and kick around the news and yeah okay i mean it's great it's fun i'm not knocking anybody i listen to tons of of star wars podcasts that do the same thing and i I love listening to all of it just personally and, and, you know, you guys can have your own say on it, but, uh, I like talking about it. And then we have different venues to talk about it, our Facebook group and Twitter and yada, yada. And we, and, but we will talk about it here, but I just wanted to do something more unique and interesting that might set us apart just a little bit. 
So that's uh, that's really the two big things uh, from our perspective that will will be different as far as tumbling saber goes. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's that's really it. And right now the the Patreon is sort of on pause, with and it will stay there for a bit. I might leave it up as sort of like. Uh, if you want, if, if, if it's worth leaving up <laughs> as like, oh, no, I, I like having the episodes early, then I'll leave it up. And, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll rejig it that way. But as for now, like all, all the secondary shows that we do right now, right now are going to go on the shelf, except for, um, you know, I'll, I'll still be talking with Nathan and Marie from time to time, a couple times a month. And we'll talk about comics and uh, the printed stuff. But um, yeah, really, that's that's the gist. That's the really short version of where we've been uh, after three and a half months uh, off the mics. But like I said, really stoked and uh, looking forward to finding out, you know, like we always like to do, what's going on with our collections. Carlos, what have you been up to in collecting? I know you've been sort of trimming the fat in your your Lego Star Wars collection. Is that still the mission? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've pared down uh, quite a bit. Uh, most, I, I think I only have two sealed sets left uh, to uh, to sell from my Lego Star Wars stuff. Uh, I did pick up two of the Tie Fighters of the new Tie Fighters. Um, I think I'm gonna get one more and and just leave it at those three and try to have like a a shelf with those three next to each other. Uh, I'm going to be get, getting rid of some more stuff, including um, the Porg, and uh, I got rid of the Baby Yoda, so I don't have I don't have him anymore. I sold really? that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I just, it just doesn't uh, fit. That's it. it. It's it's less less of a yeah. Okay, well, I mean, in theory, I could have put it next to BB-8 and Do and the Porg, and you know, it has its little plaque, and it would have been it would have been fine. But I like the droids uh in in lego form um the creatures a little bit less and i'm gonna keep the drawer the 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 droids uh going forward i'm gonna get that I actually put a deposit down uh for the um, the three helmet collection series that are coming out on on uh april 26th so it's the uh, imperial probe droid uh that comes with a little stand the scout trooper helmet and the darth vader helmet um, they look great. That that oh, the, they do. The probe droid looks really cool. Oh, dude, it's awesome! Like, and as soon as I saw that, I'm like, that's where I'm going. Like, I, I'm I'm the porg is is I might sell it or I might take it off that shelf and put it in one of the kids' room. Like, depending on who wants it. Um, fight, fight, if, fight! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if nobody's like dying to have it in their room, I'll just I'll just sell it. I'll probably get back what I paid for it. Already, still now, which is great. Uh, and on May the fourth, I think they're uh, re-releasing the um, the UCS R two D two. And considering I have uh, close to two hundred dollars of bonus points, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna use the bonus points and pick up uh, pick up the uh, <laughs> the R two and put it on the shelf, and then I'll have my droid uh, my droid section, which is gonna be really awesome. And that probe droid, I'm gonna put it right between my the uh, the AT AT. Uh, and the slave one, so it's kind of like an empire, an empire theme. Uh, pretty good. But besides that, man, that's it. Like really trying to get rid of the sealed sets. I sold the Razor Crest. I sold the Child. I sold uh, the Stormtrooper helmet. Uh, even though I built uh, Boba Fett and the Tie Pi- the uh, the Tie Pilot uh, helmet, the Stormtrooper helmet. 
I didn't like the look of it um, as much as the other two. And again, didn't fit in. Um, I am surprised to hear are... that you dumped the TIE fighter pilot helmet. No, 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 no. I kept that one. Okay, I, okay. I, I, it's the stormtrooper helmet that I sold. Okay. Um, it has a bit of a yeah. scrunch face to it. Yeah. There's just something about it that was off. And, and I, I don't know. I didn't like the stickers, uh, on the side, to, you know, for the little, the blue air vents on the side of the, of the helmet. There's just something about it. But then I looked at the, the scout trooper helmet and I'm like, now that looks good. <laughs> so, uh, I'm getting that and uh, I don't know where I'm going to, I'm going to put it. I know where I'm putting the Vader helmet right next to his castle and his, uh, his TIE fighter. So I, I I'm, I'm pretty, um, yeah, it's, it's rounding out pretty nice, but, uh, space is at a premium right now. And I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do going forward after this year. It's, uh, it's going to be pretty cool, but, uh, I think I'm, um, yeah, I might even get rid of, uh, a Y wing or two and maybe an X wing and, uh, you know, maybe fund what's coming up next. I won't be getting that uh, the the Republic, uh, the gunship, the UCS gunship. That's not something that uh, I was hesitating going back and forth. But since I sold the A-Wing uh, a while back, yeah, I'm not going to go for those ones. I yeah, sold Obi-Wan. You, yeah, you've, you've made all this progress. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, why one step forward, one step back. You, you know, now you know. It's no more this yo-yo, just... You know what you want. You know what you don't want. And just go let go do it. Yeah. So the focus now is is Tie Fighters and uh, and droids that are like the buildable UCS style droids, and uh, and that's where I'm going. And everything else is uh, looking for a new home. I can't wait for them to do a UCS C3PO and then watch what you do. Yeah, I won't get it, but it's uh... <laughs> unless they make a C3 if they make a 3PO bust like just his head. I think that would be pretty cool. I, I, I would I, that would be cool just to see them do like gold colored Lego pieces. I'm sure they exist. They must exist. Somewhere. Yeah, they'd have to be plated to make it look cool. They do, but it, they, they they rub off like it rubs off. It kind of they've done it in the past. The gold C3PO uh, minifig, and it doesn't it doesn't uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't hold up hmm. with uh, wear and tear. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's 2021 now, Carlos. Hey, listen. I don't know. It's a new era. <laughs> it's a new world, man. Same old tumbling saber. We are already at the end of our words. We have no more words. Back into hiatus, guys. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> what about you, Corey? What's the what's the the situation like? Try to keep it under an hour. No, that's been good. I'll keep it. I'm not gonna. I, honestly, I can't even remember at this point. For the most Perfect. part, there's a few things there. <laughs> Hold yourself. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like DC and Marvel is always, a, they're really just flying in, man. Like left, right, and center. It's kind of crazy. I won't get into that. But Star Wars wise, um, you know, I had my 40th birthday. My wife really, or my girl really hooked me up with uh, the making Star Wars book. Like the first one from A New Hope. That's a great book, man. That's That's a really cool book. I mean, kind of, you know, no, no, it's, be, it's, it's pretty... better than cool. It's great. Yeah, it's it, honestly, it's, <laughs> it doesn't come cheap either. That's the thing. Like, I'm, I was kind of actually shocked. And other than that, you know, I got a few. Uh, I've got three of them now. Um, what do you call it? CGC Comics. She got me one that Kyle actually participated in to picking up, which is what are you really talking cool. about? 
What do you mean? I didn't do that. I, didn't do, I had nothing to do yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, other than that, uh, I got some big pre-orders online. I got the that the badge batch coming in. Hopefully, I'm going to get all of them. You know, I have a pre-order on uh, Amazon, which is kind of like, eh. We got Bo-Katan, Sauce Ventress. Um, I forget who else is. I bought the whole Waves, man. It was crazy. I was just like, ah, just do it. And then Kyle, oh, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle picked me up with... Uh, What's his face there? Who'd you pre-order from me, Kyle? Uh, yeah, Jackson and Maul. Yeah, those look like pretty sweet figures. And then the last thing that I can actually remember Star Wars related was I found Ezra in the wild, that new boxed edition from the Black Series. Like, I was pretty stoked. Like, the guy told me, he's like, yeah, it just came in yesterday. I was like, damn, like, I got pretty lucky. I just happened to be in town, you know? So in the wild, always a bit of a, like, Nice satisfaction there. I'm just missing Chopper, ironically. But you already have him from the. From I the have him in the old other box. I want him in the new box. I'm sure he's. <laughs> he's a, I, I bet you by the by the time I go to bed tonight, I'll have a line on it for you. Oh. I, I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on, man. Use your. You said you have like a, a militia or something. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. I do call it our little collecting a cabal cartel militia whatever you want to call it um jesus yeah no that's for real oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) we're we're absolutely merciless out there although it's been quiet at least for me for 2021 so far and uh you know it's like you Corey. i've I've ordered some of those bad batch figures um vintage collection ahsoka from clone war season seven is coming uh, along with maul from season seven uh jackson Again, Apprentice Darth Maul, but otherwise, like, you know, that's about it. That's all the stuff I've pre-ordered. I don't think I've added almost anything to the collection in 2021. No, that's not true. I picked, I, <laughs> I, or, no, I ordered them in 2020, but got them in early January this year. Uh, uh, Grief Karga and Queel and the Incinerator nice. Trooper uh, Black Series to go with the Mando stuff. And already that stuff, I'm looking at those three figures going, do I want to keep them? Like, I've still been selling stuff. I'm still like boxing stuff up, listing it, putting it on Kijiji or Virage sale. And it's still so addicting. Like whenever somebody buys stuff, I'm like, now what, what else can go? What else isn't nailed down that can just, <laughs> I can list and sell? It, it's, huh. it, it's weird. But yeah, collecting has been slow. And I've heard that 2021 is going to be a really busy year, and which is scary because we're already a quarter of the way through the year. And so where is all this stuff? Where is it coming from? What's, what are they going to do to us in the next, you know, eight yeah, months? Yeah, it's bad, man. Like, now they're they're starting to go back to, like, Clone Wars stuff. Like, uh, you're going to bring it where it hurts, man. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm sure, you know, I thought 2020 would be quiet. And then they found ni- 92 Black Series figures to come out with. I think over the course of 2020, which I did not see coming. <laughs> It's like, you remember all those kids that used to watch the Clone Wars? They're making big bucks now, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, they're sitting at home, not spending their money. Let's let's take some of that money. I'm sure that was some of the thinking. They're all at home, not going out. Let's get let's tap into some of that unspend unspendable like, money. Now move, mobilize, get Kyle and his militia involved. Yeah, man, we're still we're still we're still a force to be reckoned with around here, man. Look out. Don't mess with us. <laughs> Um, cool. All right. So, I mean, yeah, the collecting stuff I'm sure is going to start to ramp up 
And we'll see. We'll see how often we really talk about that. If you know, if we're just gonna putter around and uh, I got uh, I got a Star Wars Rubik's cube. Well, we 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 don't we don't need to scratch and claw just to talk about collecting. Well, maybe we'll park it in one episode a month. We'll see. We'll see. We're fluid. We know we just roll with things. And if I have to go back into hiatus, I will. Uh, I'm saying it right now. <laughs> don't don't threaten me with a good time. I'll do it. <laughs> So this is a call. This is a, a shout out to all the listeners. Uh, if you, if you want the pod to continue? Send us a question. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna do the thing that I said I didn't want to do, and we'll talk about some news. All right, but it's no, it's big news, and this would act. This is something that qualifies as worthy news. Because early, I was kind of actually wondering, man. I'm like, I wonder when I once I heard a few things. I'm like, I wonder if Kyle's gonna reactivate the tumbling saber well you know i i, I th- you know how many people actually asked me while we were off it was like three or four people like hey man like is it coming back or what and i'm like ah, yeah seriously i, I, I had hundreds of calls like, talking about Corey, work your work phone going off is not calls about the my podcast beeper was back. going crazy man yeah, sure yeah, every, every call drops because your battery's never at more than 3%. <laughs> is it hello? Like, what's happening with the tumbling? Oh. Yeah, sorry, man. Battery died. Mm, heard that one before. <laughs> the, te- the text that comes in six hours later, I had to recharge my battery. The moment's <laughs> over. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway. News. So what were you saying before Corey interrupted you? I don't even know. Uh, I, I, I yeah. get used to it. <laughs> Never we're back. We're back. You we're back, back, everybody. Did you miss <laughs> us? Oh, geez. So anyway, late. This is now old news because it happened what last Monday. Uh, the Kenobi series is going into production soon. It may already be in production, but we also it might be a, over already. They may have already. I think wrapped. They can- it wrapped, and now they're canceling it. You see what happened? See how everything. <laughs> Well, that's you know what that was the first thing that came to mind was when you know I, what it was when it's because Ryan Johnson was sniffing around. <laughs> oh boy, you had to invoke his name. <laughs> I love it. God bless him. <laughs> the, the, yes, we have the th- three of us. I don't know how many Star Wars podcasts will say this, but we have lots of time for Ryan Johnson here. That hasn't changed. We still like RJ as as we've always called him here. We've never called him that. Never. Never. I've never heard that ever. Ever. I speak with him all the time. That's what I call him. But no, you know what? He's uh, he's doing pretty well for himself now with that $400 million deal with Netflix. I heard about that. Boy. That's a toast for Ryan Johnson. Holy cow. He can well, buy the Well, I mean, if you watch that movie, scotch. you understand why. It's terrific. I wonder how yeah. many times, like, can, like, that movie is just, it's it's lightning in a bottle. Can he do it again and then again? Or is he just going to not try and capture that same spirit and just try and do something different? I don't know what his plan is, but the bar is high. Anyway, um, I I was just surprised with this Obi-Wan news that it it wasn't about a change in the showrunner, a delay, a a director's been fired or somebody walked away from the show or, or, you know, uh, something that can be construed as, as Kathleen Kennedy not knowing what she's doing. It was... It was positive. It was a step forward with production and and a big expanded cast list with, um, at least for me, I mean, there's there's some familiar, familiar names for sure, but a bunch of unfamiliar ones. 
Uh, should I read the statement? Do we have time for that? Do it. I'll do, do it. it. All right. So in, well, in part, the statement reads, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the new Disney Plus special event series starring Ewan McGregor as the iconic Jedi Master, will begin shooting in April. That's now. The story begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where Kenobi faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, turned evil, uh, evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. Obi-Wan Kenobi is directed by Deborah Chow, director of two a criti critically acclaimed episodes of The Mandalorian, Season 1. The series also marks the return of Hayden Christensen in the role of Darth Vader. Joining the cast are Moses Ingram, Joel Edgerton, Bonnie Peace, Kumail Nanjiani, Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Soon Kang, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie. And like I said, outside of the Star Wars alum and and uh, Kumail Nanjiani, I don't know any of these folks. Corey, what do you did you do you know anybody here? What do you think of of this list? Yeah, I'm on the same page as you. I had no idea, aside from Joel Egerton as well, obviously. Star Wars. But alum. Uh, I was yeah. kind of stoked when I heard, heard Kumail uh, Nanjiani was in this. Like, I, I I like that guy, man. He's pretty funny. Yeah, and well, he's got the uh, he's got the uh, the double barrel action happening now. He's going to be in Eternals for Marvel, so he's he's firmly entrenched. He, yeah, he's, he's yeah, one he of jacked. us. You think he's going to be jacked in the no, show? He, in in the Eternals, he absolutely got jacked. No, 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 for this show. No, not necessarily, but he's in much better shape and this. Well, anyway, either way, it's good notoriety for him that you know he took that step and committed. Like he's in that Disney universe already, kind of, you know, he's in that family. But one thing I will tell you guys that made me super stoked about this announcement too, that's like twofold for me, is that I'm currently watching Fargo, right? And Ewan McGregor is the the lead in the season I'm watching, season three. It's an amazing show. I highly recommend it. But dude, he's playing two roles. He's playing twin brothers. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Like I, I haven't Googled it yet, but I'm, I I would be surprised if he did not win an Emmy for this man. Wow. Like I I'm I want to Google it, man. Like I'm I'm sh I'm waiting <laughs> till the end of the series. But either way, either way, it just gives me uh, makes me more happy for the series that we're gonna get with Obi Wan because dude's got the chops, man. Dude can sink his teeth into a character. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Carlos, what was your take on this uh, expanded cast list? Uh, what I, uh, what I noticed from the list was who's not on it. Yeah. And, uh, that, that was the biggest thing for me was, uh, okay. So, uh, where's, uh, where's our boy, Frank Oz? Where's, uh, Liam Neeson? Uh, you know, there's, um, they wouldn't do that. Even if they were in the show, those are things they keep to the chest. Like the whole Jar Jar controversy, like some people, the Jar Jar con conspiracy theory, he had to deny it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the the whole uh, yeah the charger thing for me wasn't uh, like when that news came out. I was like, okay, cool. Like, not not sad, not not happy about it. It's just it is what it is type of thing. They didn't get too worked up about it. Like once once uh once we hear like an actual release date, then I'm gonna like. I can't afford mentally and physically to be so wrapped up in when this is coming out well you know what's coming out first what's coming out after uh, when's the movie coming it's like I'll, i'm gonna wait 
I'm going to wait until there's like a trickle of news and, and I'll think about it, but I'm not going to get wrapped up into it. Uh, that said, <laughs> <laughs> here comes the car crash sound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, if, if they're, um, and Lu- if, if Lucasfilm is going to do what Marvel's been doing with Disney plus, Oh, Nelly. Uh, yeah, we're in for a treat boys. Oh man. Yeah. I, yeah and I think Lord. we are, to be honest, like we're there, man. Yeah. Remember when, uh, uh, before the, the episode before the last Jedi came out and the question was, uh, how likely is this movie going to be your favorite Star Wars movie? And you replied, you replied without hesitation. Yeah, I think it's fairly highly likely. Uh, so it, are, I think, are, we, are we on the cusp of the best Star Wars movie ever? I think it's highly likely. Was I not talking about The Last Jedi, though? <laughs> yes, you were. Was I wrong? You know, from a certain No, no, no you weren't. But, but the thing is, is that it's easy to paint with that brush when you're always using the same brush. <laughs> hey, I didn't say, well, I didn't have a chance to say that for The Force Awakens, but I didn't say it once it came out. And The Rise of Skywalker, I surely didn't say. Rogue One, neither Solo, or neither. Not but, Solo, uh, neither. Maybe I did for Solo. <laughs> you did not. You did not. Oh, yeah, no, Carlos. Anyways. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I I was just going to say, like, that's, the you know, I saw this list. I'm like, yeah, 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 okay. I don't know you. Oh, cool. Look who's back. Oh, oh, hey, Kumail. Hmm. Frank Oz, not on the list. Liam Neeson, not on the list. Yeah. Guy Henry. I think that's his name. I still didn't look it up. We, I talked about it on uh, Showrunners. Uh, the guy who played Tarkin in Rogue One, not on the yes. list. Uh, even Jason Isaacs. Some people kind of hoping that maybe he shows up as the Grand Inquisitor. Not on the list. Or, you know, Corey's little favorite, a little nine-year-old blonde-haired boy. Not on the list. Yeah, but th- weren't there rumors of, of kids being cast in this yes, thing, like, last year? Yeah. So then so then they're just holding it back. Like, yes, exactly. For sure. For sure. Yeah. These are, these are things that are not going to leak. They're not going to put this... These are supporting roles that are going to have... Maybe some of them are larger than others, but... These like Liam Neesons and stuff, it's still very possible that they can be there, but it's not something they're gonna be like, check it out, Liam's in it. They wanna blow your mind like they have been blowing your mind. Yeah, they wanna they wanna keep things like this under wraps, and when you see it on screen, it's that gasp, like seeing Luke on screen almost. Yeah, Mando. They, exactly. They want like some of the stuff we saw in Mando where yes, we knew Ahsoka was coming, but they didn't advertise that at all until really close to I don't actually I don't know if they ever advertised she was coming. Spoiler alert anybody for if you haven't seen I think we 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 knew because um, S- Sabine said it in in the previous episode of who we had to go look for. Oh, Bo-Katan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, said, not Sabine. Sorry, yeah, Bo-Katan. Uh, go, yeah, go go to go to whatever planet, and you'll there you'll find Ahsoka Tano. So yeah, a week out, we knew. Yeah, exactly. So Officially. it wasn't that big a surprise compared to yeah, let's say the Luke reveal. We knew pro- was- we knew prior with the whole Rosario Dawson thing, and yes, no, for sure. But uh, I think the the Luke surprise was the surprise of the season oh yeah so, not, not not even a hint of that was, was yeah it, even just them separating two men Ugh. but i know exactly how, how are your holidays that that, that the mando and, and uh, baby yoda weren't didn't spend time together they were great yeah. uh, see <laughs> see Corey. see you got through either it. way you know what <laughs> something that's really important to talk about i'm telling you baby jesus or uh 
baby Grogu was like the Messiah <laughs> this year. You talk about false idols. This guy was everywhere in our house. He was everywhere. Everywhere it went, it was Grogu. Baby, baby Yoda was everywhere. I was like, this is Christmas this year. It's it's all about this guy. It's always about this Grogu kid. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think we look at the list and we see Owen and Brew back. It doesn't take a giant leap to know that Luke is going to factor in. Of course. You don't have to, you know, of course he's going to be there somehow. Um, and the others, you know, Frank Oz, Liam Neeson. I, I don't know if that's like, come on, we know they're in it. Or if that's just us going, they better be in it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because I you know what, if we walk out, geez, you know, I, one thing I always say about this series is that I am almost 100% certain that no matter what, it's going to be great Star Wars. But if we come at the other end of it and there's no Liam Neeson, no Frank Oz appearances, I might go, are you sure that was the best choice? Really? Okay. I, I'll be honest with you. I'd be surprised if we get through that first episode. It's a four four episode miniseries, right? I, it's yeah it started at eight and now then it was six i think we're down to four so so i'd be surprised if by the end of that first episode we don't at least hear uh obi-wan communing with, with yoda i'd be extremely surprised the jimmy smith's thing is like are, are they really holding that back and what about um uh mon mothma genevieve uh, o'reilly yeah o'reilly yeah like so, so there i'm i'm i think the ones that they named are the ones that are going to have recurring roles, probably in all four episodes. Um, whereas the other ones might be cameos in single episodes. So, right. so they're hold, they're holding those back. I, I was kind of thinking of something in the sense that, you know, you, we've talked about this in the past before hibernation um, that, you know, will Obi-Wan go off world? And we were all kind of against it. We all have... don't don't speak for me, son. Okay. Well, there's there's varying reasons for that. I've been saying for years that he has to go off planet because it makes no sense. Well, to keep here's him there. here's a here's a reason to, to get him off planet is that Vader's got a sniff of on him, right? And when Deborah Chow said earlier that you know we'll see a battle between these two, I don't want to see that battle in the sense of lightsabers. You know, I want to see it more in the sense of Sherlock Holmes and uh, Arsene Lupin kind of deal, like where it's a battle of the wits, where Obi-Wan basically gets... Skulk around, kind of like what he's doing on the Death Star when he's like deactivating the tractor beam, like skulking around, trying to get away. Well, yeah, pretty much. Like basically Vader's like, okay, like something's not right. I got to go to Tatooine. And he that's the only reason I can see him having to leave off planet, like speaking to Owen and being like, look something's not right in the force or whatever. I have to leave the planet. Like this guy's get probably going to come visit you or whatever. Like it's your stepbrother. Like, and he very well might like Anakin or Darth Vader might even confront Owen and be like, where is Obi-Wan? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Who's Obi-Wan? You know, he can play really stupid and hopefully maybe Obi-Wan can teach him how to like, uh, trick Darth Vader into protect believing his him. thoughts type of thing. Yeah, protect his thoughts exactly so that like he doesn't divulge Luke or like and then you get a, such a tense scene there where like Vader knows at that point that he has a child somewhere in the galaxy, I think, right? That's alive. Or does he? No. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't find out until he, officially until the, uh, the comics, like issue two or three of Star Wars. Or so even, even at Darth that Vader. though, he he could still make a passing comment at Luke. Like say Luke does something like 
strong in the force somehow and vader catches his eye and owen's like oh shit 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 and then and he would tell owen like i would have a boy about his age right now like yeah it's like just if, if in vader, the passing if, you know if vader knew before the death star trench run and he's following that x-wing and he doesn't know it's his son he's an idiot I mean, like, he, he passes right over Tatooine, right? I mean, of, of course, Lucas didn't know what he was doing at the, that point, but he passes right over yeah. Tatooine and doesn't feel Luke, uh, nor does he know his daughter standing right there in front of him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, But yeah. they were switched off, man. Idiot! <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's the, it. The, 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 they no, weren't I, activated yet. Like, the lazy, air quotes, lazy theory is that somehow there will be an Inquisitor in this series, and that the, what their job is is to kind of find Jedi kicking around the galaxy and kind of flush them out into the open so that they can then be hunted and killed preferably by Vader. So could a bounty hunter track or uh, an inquisitor track Kenobi to Tatooine um, and Kenobi has to like get out of there lead and, you know, lead the trail somewhere else away from Luke. You know, I I think I get that. I like that. I like that more than having to be like, Oh, I have to go fight a battle for the, uh, upcoming rebellion sorry Luke. yeah no, it's got to be about him and saving yeah, yeah, think... it's got to be about the greater good in a sense of luke like he believes at this point rebels proves at this point that he believes that luke is the chosen one mm-hmm. let's not yeah, let's and, not and, go down and... that role oh no. you don't want to i heard a recent quote from lucas no you did it was special he doesn't speak we spoke we speak weekly <laughs> like Ryan, RJ Ashley, as I call him, the weed is strong with this one. Oh man! I, oh dude, thanks Thanksgiving dinner was a big edible. <laughs> dude, they they got an SQDC right down the street, man. They got some stuff called Skywalker Kush, bro. I know. <laughs> Should see what I have at home. <clears throat> anyway, right. great. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think Kenobi leaving the planet. It's all, I, I think anything that Kenobi does at this point of his life is is to protect Luke. Yeah, exactly. So he has to draw whatever thread away from the planet. That 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 seems to make the most sense. But at the same time, and I you know I said say this about like various other stories in, in this universe that if I if I if we're calling it and we're all kind of going yeah that, that makes sense, I don't want it to be Go. that. Huh. <laughs> you know what? I, if I can if if we can suss out the story a year out from release. I don't know if I want it. That's yeah. not what, last we spoke, that's not what we said. We, we didn't say necessarily that it was because he had to like, well, it does make sense. It is kind of a, a low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. Well, yeah, this is the Cory Bingo thing is filling up faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Literally, basically. <laughs> Either way, loophole. It's, it's almost, <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. Um. Anyway, that, I think obviously what they're going to do with this series is really lean into the um, Kenobi Vader rematch. Like that's that's going to be the thing to distract everybody and get everybody excited. And and that might but be honestly. Can I want to ask you, man? Like and if the they interruption, do go... the interruption. That's another bingo. <laughs> I, it's at that moment, man. It's got to be that confrontation, like you're saying. I want to ask you, man. If they do duel lightsaber wise, is that a thing for you, or is that like a big kind of like retcon, like? Um, fan servicey thing. Uh, I don't know. Like you know, when we get that line from Vader in A New Hope, he says, "I haven't sent. I, I sent something not since you know." I feel like the last time 
he's thinking of Kenobi is Mustafar. Like it's yeah, been man. that long, but at the same time, you know, they can slice that time up any way they like, you know, they're going to play with it. There's, there's lots of things for them to play with. Lots of time for them to play with. Fine, fine, whatever. You're going to do it. And is, is it going to be a lightsaber fight? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lightsaber fight because if you think back to what they did with, um, uh, Maul, Kenobi, Rebels, Twin Sons. Yeah, Twin Sons. This might shock you, Corey. Not everybody likes that. I know. Dude, I was here <laughs> podcasting with you at that time. Not everybody likes that that quick three-stroke duel. You know, I thought it was well, it was great storytelling, but a lot of people thought we were getting an epic thing, which to me didn't make sense, but people want that thing. And if they, we get Kenobi Vader 2.0, and it's and if it's a short battle that resembles more the duel on Death Star than it does on Mustafar, oh man, <laughs> oh. that's it. We've already had like you don't why you've had both extremes. You've had that super short one on the Death Star, and you've had that extremely long like thirty minute lightsaber battle on Mustafar. Do you really want to just settle in the middle and be like, let's just have an extra? Like an extra, really ordinary, normal <laughs> lightsaber fight. What if it's like a Yoda Dooku in uh, in uh, Attack of the Clones type fight where they're trying to like show how far they've they've become, like how how far they've come? They'd really have to do some good writing, basically, to make it look like Obi Wan schooling him and like maybe like kicking off his helmet at the, like someone tipping off someone's like baseball cap at the last moment kicking off his helmet or something and be like, I'm still the master. Like, Hey, Steal, well, that, stealing his lunch money. That's like, interesting because th there's no way to me that you bring back Hayden Christensen. Of course, every, I think almost everybody universally agrees. You don't bring back Hayden Christensen if you don't plan to, to unmask the guy. Exactly. And if you're going to unmask him, it's going to be with Kenobi. What's the point otherwise? Are they going to finally just show him in the, it's hanging in his little scuba tank. Okay, maybe, but boy, oh boy, to really, to, if you want to really have the tension of of Hayden and Ewan back together, it they got to be face to face, don't they? Question: uh, They didn't name James Earl Jones in the. Uh... True, I was going to say that earlier. That's a good so, one. That's, that's a fair point. So, so do you think that they're going to recast it? They're going to computerize it, or is hmm, or he's not going to speak? And he only speaks when his helmet is off. <laughs> it's a good point. I don't know. Maybe they just don't, you know, knocking on wood. They don't here. want to divulge too much, man. Uh, James Earl Jones is 90 years old. Yeah. And his voice in Rogue One was rough, dude. It was rough. Like, it was rough. I'm sorry. It was just, yeah. It was rough. It was, there's no way, there's no other way to put it. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, James Earl Jones is working on his uh, Coming to America Part 3 bit. I don't know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Can I can I side tangent here? Sure. My when when Coming to America came out in 1988 or 89, my aunt, who's 10 years older than me, was on a date and babysitting me at the same time. Actually, brought me to the palace <laughs> to watch that movie. <laughs> now, do the math. I was eight years old. Not the right movie to bring a kid to, right? No. Can we just say that? No. Yeah. Come on. Only in the 80s. Dude, seriously? Pretty much. 
that's, I'm pretty that, sure that you guys. Bad, I'm man. pretty sure both of you guys have let your kids watch some pretty crazy shit. No, man. I waited until my my oldest son was like 13 before I, I watched. I showed him Back to the Future. What? There's, we talked about this already. Stop. I know uh, you were dead to me for a few months after that. <laughs> Just don't push your luck. Don't even bring it up. Why? You, oh. Well, he watched it and he likes it now, so it's fine. But it was age, he's, uh, he's a good boy, age appropriate. But I mean, coming to America, geez, and 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 I'll be honest that like when when they talked about the second one, I'm like, I am not interested at all. And uh, even though I have Prime, haven't watched it. I did watch it. It's it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's it's not the it's not the original, of course, but it's fine. Like everybody's back. Anyway, yeah. I, I don't I don't want to spoil everything, but uh, yeah. If you're listen, if if you've uh, you know if if you're feeling nice and warm after an edible or a nice glass of wine, and you're like ah, I got nothing to watch. It's a thing to watch, and I don't think you'd go, oh, Christ, what a waste of two hours. You'll laugh. Oh really? You'll get a few. You might get a few laughs. It's kind of it's it's kind of silly. Anyway, how did we get? Jeez, coming to America. Sorry, no, it was the side uh, time. Oh yeah, I, James I, I, Earl Jones. <clears throat> James Earl Jones. That's how, that's how we yes. got here. So yeah, yeah um. That's a good point. I don't know if they don't want to say it because by the time they get to, no, but I mean, it voice, would be it's it's kind of stupid though. Like there, there's there's no reason to hide it if you know that Anakin's going to be there, unless it's not Anakin. And like, put it this way: Do you really want to see him in a hyperbaric chamber the whole time, like talking, like I, with his mat? Uh, like that's the only point you could like have his helmet off, right? What if there's two sides to this? What if the times we see Hayden are as Anakin and we don't see him as Darth Vader? I've talked about that before too, man. Like I, I mentioned that in the past. Rewind pre hibernation. You guys told me I was an idiot. I'm sure that was the case. Well, I mean, that's probably very true. But, you know, this is, <laughs> this is 2021. We're, we're forward thinking people now. Um, it's possible like that me, like I've always been. Yeah, a true visionary, a pioneer, if you will. <laughs> no, it's true. No, I, mean, I like that too. Like I would like to see his curly locks, man. You know what? We need. I don't want anybody invading his privacy, but I want to see what his hair status is. No, you don't need long he... hair to fit under an ice cream cone, like bald head. No, no, he's he's got regular hair. Regular hair. That's it. He's a, he's a regular mm. guy. No, um, no, those locks. there was that rumor that there were going to be Clone Wars flashbacks, in which case you could have an armored up Anakin, like he looks like in in season seven and prior, uh, as well as Kenobi, de-aged a little bit to fit that timeline. And then yeah, with Tamora. That, that takes care of, right, that, and, that, and that, there's another name not on this list, who very well could be on this, on this list. And, and um, yeah, I mean, that takes care of it, right? There's, there's your Hayden Christensen cameo. And then when you get to the duel between Darth and and uh, Ewan McGregor, it's no longer Hayden Christensen in that suit. Hmm. Ooh, another thing too. Oh man, it's getting deep now in my head. There's a rabbit hole going on. Say the duel is going on with Obi Wan, and Obi Wan's all masked up and shit, right? <laughs> so Vader doesn't really know. And then Obi Wan pulls like a switcheroo or something like in the middle of the fight. Wait, like so a, Vader like, gets like to totally the, duped and like does kills a the guy or whatever. Does a Reiko Hardeen? Yeah, something like that. Exactly. 
What tr- it tricked so, Anakin once, right? Yeah, man, but that could be cool, man. Like at the end, then even the audience sees like Obi Wan get stabbed in the helmet, like I'm dying, eh. and then he opened the helmet, and it's like some dude that had like vowed his life to Obi-Wan said like, I'll die for you, bro, because you saved me from the great dragon or something, you know? Oh, what if it's Dexter Jester and he gets finally what he deserves? Yeah. Four arms. Yeah. Full Vader. (laughs) Oh boy. Anyway. Cool. That's That's how we talk about Obi-Wan for a half hour and we'll do it again. Awesome. dude. Yeah. We'll do it again at some point when we get more official news. Yes. But yeah, no no release date, which they did not, you know, they didn't tell us. I guess they just don't know yet. But um, I'm going to guess fall 2022. This will be the thing, I think, like, if we get Celebration 2022, Kenobi will be the focal point of it. That's it, man. Like, at least this way, like you said, it it puts it more in perspective and on the map. Like, uh, it's only inching closer. We can't put a date on it, like you said, but it just makes it more real again every time, like. It's, when they release something like this, it's like you know that it's ramping up, and we should get ramped up. Yeah, and Andor is currently shooting, and that looks like it's going on an epic scale, like a huge scale over in, in England. So that that's great news. Things are things are happening. Book of Boba Fett, I think, has wrapped shooting. Mando season three is either shooting, or, that that should be shooting too. So lots of things coming. I I, I can't wait, man. Disney Plus yeah, is, is total game changer, uh, a total game changer in terms of of how I love to consume content for Star Wars. It's it's unbelievable. It's and you know wrapping Marvel into that as well. Just every Friday, just sitting down and getting a new chapter of of a, of a slow burn story. Which man, I'm loving it. Everything is just so dude. Good. I'm loving you know Simon what? Bucky. Like I know it's not a Star Wars thing, but I'm loving Simon Bucky. Like you cannot believe. I love that show so much and I'm so happy because it's what I was always looking forward to most. Yeah. That, uh, that was my and, big and I, thing. And, and WandaVision coming out first was like a little bit of a wet blanket, but it kind of primed me for what they're doing now. Oh, dude, I loved WandaVision, man. Like the, I find the opening of WandaVision has intrigued me a little more than like, I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I don't know. Like there was some mystery behind WandaVision that was a little more intriguing at this point. Like I know from where we are now in the Falcon, the winter soldier should start like rolling out of control, you know, like it should get ramp up real quick. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. It's really fun, but I I want to be as so bold to, to, to say that Kyle, something you had mentioned earlier, you know, this whole Disney plus thing. I don't even think Disney would have. Well, they probably would have to keep up with the times but the genesis of their endeavor to go to streaming and all this probably began with the them acquiring star wars you know what i mean like they had marvel then you acquire star wars and then you can start thinking big 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 right but i don't even that i I would bet that that was the case like get this get that get these properties um, and then we can really know. start I, thinking I, about like when did these studios start thinking about streaming as actually you know what? really interesting i saw a clip today from 2003 of ben affleck of all people talking about the advent of of uh, movie streaming and music streaming and it's this guy sounds like he is the founder of all things streaming it was he was so eloquent and on the no- like 
on point about it all in 2003 mm-hmm. about like subscriber based things and this and that and if you have this many th- people paying this much much oh my god i'm like he was 100% right which means he heard it from somebody else cuz he's not that smart i can't believe he's that smart and so probably you know 20 years the idea of, of streaming has been around at least so yeah, you're right, Corey. Like shopping around, picking up catalogs and, and entire companies, so that you have that that property, so that you can then farm it for streaming content down the line. Brilliant, and it's working out so good, so good. The the layering yeah. of how they're doing like Mando, and then take a little break. Wandavision, take a short break. Winter Falcon, Falcon Winter Soldier, and then that's going to lead us into our next story, The Bad Batch. <clears throat> You know, one of these things is not like the others. Did you just burp into the mic? Me? Yeah. Wasn't no. me. Sound like someone burped into the mic. Oh my god. Oh well. So yeah, new trailer last week for the for the Bad Batch. It's kind of the final trailer uh, before we we get this show on May fourth, and it gave us uh you know the the closer look at the premise of the show and teased us with the return of some popular characters. But you know, for me. Just that that opening of returning to Camino, that was big, that was a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah, something's going on there right away, you know. Well, I, for me, like again, I'm I'm gonna recycle all my all my talking points from Showrunners Pod, so go listen to that. But just as a bookend, you know, the this is kind of the we saw the start of the clones on Camino, and this I think is going to be sort of the the capstone of the clone story in Star Wars. Like this is where the empire is sort of uh, decommissioning clones and this batch is, you know, they're, they're going to be the, the, I don't know, the, the, the the sore thumb that sticks out. And and I I wouldn't even be surprised so much so far to go as they destroy Camino completely. You know what I mean? Like erase all tracks. Like it's already, (laughs) mysteriously off the record right we tried once it didn't work <laughs> deleting it didn't work let's blow it up well that's it like honestly well that's the thing like not that we tried once uh like they've already won the war at this point right so now it's really like just sweeping up the mess it's already off the maps no one knows what it well few people like dexter jester like know some tidbits of information or whatever you know it's but- interesting you say that though because in this series earlier, earlier on, the clones were always so big on defending their home. They were very, very protective of Camino because that's their home planet. But now that they're all completely under uh, Palpatine's spell, if he said, hey, like get off world or destroy your own planet, I, I, I imagine they would just do it. It's Order 67. Do that now. Destroy the planet. Erase all evidence of cloning. They'd do it. I think they would do it. But they're yeah, with tears in their eyes. Yeah, maybe. But I think that's an interesting question that the show could tackle. Because I want them to... When, when they announced the series, the three of us were kind of like, yeah, cool, but um, what is this really about? It really... It, in all honesty, it makes sense, man. Like, to, to really, like... Just, again, like, loose ends. Like, bookends, like you were saying, Kyle. I thought that's where you were going, in all honesty. Well, I think it is a bookend to the clone story, for sure. Oh, and yeah, I agree with you. Like, But I'm saying, like, in this sense of, like, 
closing out the Camino chapter, like there's a bookend as well, right? Like, and again, like the, the most solid evidence for me is that they've already erased it. It's already in Palpatine's plan to have no one know about that planet. And, you know, like after everything's said and done with the war, that's kind of evidence you don't really want lurking around like some other Jedi, like Obi-Wan coming around and being like, what happened here? <laughs> yeah. Like what's his name? Oh. oh, it's been a long time. <laughs> the guy that comes to visit him, them, like the fake, the name, the Jedi that gets assassinated. Oh, I'd so losing trivia right now. Oh, yeah. Um, Sifo Diaz. Yeah, Sifo Diaz. That was close. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Carlos, what was your impression of the trailer? Because I, I, you were you're kind of like eh, on the show as a whole. Did the trailer do anything to move the needle? Uh, not really. Um, I'll be honest. There was a bit too much Tarkin in the trailer for me. Oh, oh. I, I, I hope uh, Mike isn't listening. That's okay. I don't think he cares. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's a, you have a crush on what's his face, eh? What? What? He... The other guy, Krennic. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. It's not not a question of that. It's just uh, it is deep down, just like three PO. Don't lie. You're done now, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, um, <laughs> no, my uh, so so that's the part that I liked. I think the least was seeing so much Tarkin in one shot. Um, and the thing I liked the most was the suplex. Oh, the, yeah, the, really the back break. The, yeah, the the man, my wrestling moves were was all it, going. Was away. a wrecker. He uh, grabs a guy and just gives him that crazy suplex. Is it a back body drop or was it a suplex? It was a belly to ba- uh, belly to back suplex. Belly to back. That's right. Good. Was, Dude, was I was good so sick when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, okay, I like that." Yeah, Riker's that was cool. disgusting. Riker's amazing, man. Dude, I, let's be honest. Like from from the time when we were kids, where you see the Joes running and the backgrounds moving behind them, and it's like all blocky and stuff like what they're doing with animation now is it's mind-blowing man it's yeah it's really yeah these guys these guys are pioneers in that sense man like even the clone wars days man like like just putting dust in the air and air particles you know what i mean like but there's even something smoother like to this than oh, yeah. even let's say last year's uh clone war season seven like there's just a little bit actually except for the last five minutes of clone war season seven which was incredible um but uh yeah no so you know what kyle uh, i'm gonna come back on what i said uh i'm not not looking forward to it <laughs> no i know let's what you just mean leave it's, it at that. yeah it's 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 i'm still in the place where i'm like yeah it looks like good fun like it really looks like we're gonna watch this things are gonna explode and faces will get punched and and, and suplexes will be had but in the end, but it's you like, know, there's a greater cause. Filoni's at the end of this, man. Is like, he? There is, is going to be a purpose. He's he's overseeing this. Is he? Yes. Are you sure? I'm. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just not sure. Yeah, he's he's still playing the same role of like supervising. Uh, what is it? Not director, but the same role he played in season seven of Clone Wars. Executive producer. I think that's the one. Well, see, that's a, that's a, you know, again, that, that the nebulousness to create a word of that 
title. <clears throat> like, what does that mean? Like, I with how busy he is with live action now, there's no way with- this guy is doing anything more than providing notes or having Zoom calls with people. He's, mm. There's no way he's in the studio with these guys. Well, and- didn't he create the Bad Batch? Like, I think he'd want some head in it. Well, I'm sure he does have a hand in it, but a very gentle one. Like, there's no way that... There- I- I'm talking like I know. It depends but- what storylines they tackle. Like, that's the thing. And this is where he comes in, in the sense that how do you make this story relevant to the timeline and how is he going to tie into further timelines? Dave, what do we need to do with this? And he'd be like, you know what? Maybe the Bad Batch are the people that rescue Grogu and put him in hiding. You know, something like that connects it all together, that entire web, you know, and that's what they need. And I think that's something they have in mind here. Like, yes, it's kind of easy to say, okay, this is the show that they're rebels. They can't be controlled. They must be eliminated. You know what I mean? But for them, there's got to be a higher purpose for them. And it can't be just, let's take down the system because they fail. But there could be a win for them in the long run. They can complete their goal still. Yeah, for sure. And just for the record, as according to IMDb, he is one of five uh, executive producers on the show. For whatever that means, because I, you know, I'll, I'll never know <laughs> what executive producer actually means. And there's some big names at Lucasfilm on that list, including Carrie Beck, uh, Athena Portillo, 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 uh, Brad Rao, who I think was involved maybe with Resistance. But this is not. Dave Filoni's show per se. This this belongs to somebody else as, as like from a showrunner perspective. This is somebody else's baby. An executive producer is pretty much the money behind the production. I agree. And it's more a vanity thing for actors for the most part, pending. But well, yeah, like you can buy you yourself. You could put your foot down. Like The Rock supposedly is putting his foot down in Black Adam right now. He has that kind of power and sway. You know, but some people just want it because it's an extra credit and more money. It's more money on the back end. It's usually yeah. a percentage in, in the profits. But I don't see that with Filoni. I, I see Filoni as the godfather to this entire web. You know what I mean? Like he is the man. And for sure, when it comes to the Clone Wars and things of this nature, he's got a heavy hand in. I don't think so, man. At least you don't think so? I don't think he has a heavy hand in this this show. I think he's got Not a good, in the I think, sense I think that he's, he's overseeing things, but he's saying this is the way the show, this is the arc of the show. Like he, he's probably had a hand in that. I, I would believe that he's like, this is the way the show needs to go. These are the things you can't touch. I think he gives These very are- high level guidance to Jennifer Corbett, who is, looks to be a, a, another executive producer. And she's the head writer. writer, head writer. Yeah. I think and he's Brad Rao is the supervising director. Yeah. This is his well, show. I think he's, I think, Dave Filoni has given these people high-level guidance, and exactly guidance. Can we do this? Can we do that? But but he's so busy, you know, like he's not going to be on speed dial answering their questions fifty times a day. Especially since no, but there's there's a plan in place, right? Like it's it's all just uh, a skeletal structure to the story is what he would probably approve. Okay, but okay, here's, here's the thing. Eventually, they ha- Dave Filoni is going to be full time on the live action side, they're going to have to cut the cord with Dave Filoni as being the the head guy at animation. I think they're going to have to find somebody else to sort of run that side of things from a a day to day uh, operation. 
Dave Filoni's too busy with the Ahsoka show. Uh, whatever he's I doing agree though, but the, like the story, the story group in general or whatever it is, like things need to get pre-approved from the top. It's not like you say like, you know, we're bringing a Yoda-like creature back. For Mando, as example, like Favreau explained this, like, I want to bring a Yoda-like creature. And Dave's like, well, you can't. Why? This is why. And they hashed it out. Like, you know, certain and, things and of the, that nature. And I think he's the godfather of that, saying, no, guys, this principle that you want to go, roll with, we can't go there. Right, but Dave Filoni can't always be the one guy. Like, he's going to he's gonna have to do what Lucas did for him. He's going to have to part his knowledge out and, and, and trust other people to take on. But I think you still get a anyway, final say. In, I think I, he has a final say. Go ahead, one with Kathleen has, Kennedy. The story group puts out the 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 timeline and the the main uh what you can do and what you can't do. And then they they give the writers free will to play in that pool. Like I, I don't think he's micromanaging to that point, especially since what I was gonna say before and then Kyle you you said it is that he's so uh, wrapped up in Mando and Book of Boba Fett and the Ahsoka show and Rangers, uh, Rangers of the New Republic. So th there's so much going on that he's like directly involved in that for me, this was just a baton toss. Mm -hmm. Like every, everybody knows that the Bad Batch is pretty much a continuation of the Clone Wars, which was Filoni's baby, right? Yep. So so the, the essence of the show is Filoni's. So whoever's taking over that is going to play in that same pool. I agree with you, man. I'm just yeah, saying but, that he but, has but, the final say. In, I don't think, no, I, I think you're wrong, Corey. I don't think he does have the final say. I think he just, he has as much say as, let's say, Kathleen Kennedy or or anybody else that's in the story. Exactly. She has the final say. <laughs> no, yeah, but she's I'm, not. I'm, I just finished saying he has as much say as as she does and i don't think she's she's gonna go in and say you can't do this and you can't do that i think that's the story group i think that's pablo Hidalgo and and that crew and um yeah it's it's really not a question of uh D dave filoni micromanaging this whole thing it's impossible you can't there's too much going on right now and and no, i agree to, to i agree honest, with you man like, these people know their job like pablo and all them they're directing people in the right way so i don't think it's that much of a stretch for Filoni, but you know, there's it's certain okay, things. Sorry, it's the first show back. You're fangirling all over over Dave. Filoni I love the again. guy. I but know like the main know. example okay. to, me, to me is that whole Grogo th thing, where you know it went through Filoni. Like Kathleen Kennedy was like, "Can we do this, Dave?" And Dave kind of like sat on it for a bit and like spoke with John, like, "Why? Like, how does this make sense?" And then they hashed it out. And, and it, guess who that's won? how it worked. <laughs> guess how that played out. It worked because they made it work, but they had to really, you know, Dave Filoni had to say, yes, Kathleen, I'm the new George. And this makes sense. Well, listen, let's not act like we were there and we heard the whole yeah. conversation. Like they wanted, she this. called him junior. They wanted, they, they wanted a baby Yoda and the creatives got their way, regardless of if Dave said, ah, no, George always said like, this is a mysterious species. There's only a couple of them flighting around there. I don't think we should touch this. Whatever John Favreau wanted, he got. They got their new Messiah. They did. So, and, 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 you know, that's just a, a, to a, a broader point where if you're going to bring in all these writers and creative people and then say, and then limit them, shackle them. And I, I'm not talking about by things in lore. 
that you know uh, and, and continuity i'm just talking about like their own creative expression as as writers and directors you're gonna lose them they're gonna be like, the no, i this? agree man like dude, there's there's limitless possibilities but there are certain things that are a little taboo and most people if you're gonna write for star wars would know those aspects i don't know tony gilray doesn't know those aspects look how that turned out <laughs> i'm serious like he, he's He's like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I don't care about Star Wars. He just wrote or fixed Rogue One. And it turned out pretty well last time I checked. And I, you know what? I'll still say that he probably doesn't know Star Wars very well. I think he knows Cassian Andor and, his, and the people that mean things to him. And the rest is just... If he needs people to window dress his scripts so that it feels and sounds like Star Wars, great. But I don't think Tony Gilroy is... Is a, is a master, a, a font of Star Wars knowledge. I think he just knows how to write stories and characters. Well, anyway. how about how about this man? Like Rex was in this trailer. Yeah, that's big that's, to me. That's that was a yeah to see a little glimpse of Rex. It, it kind of uh, jumped to me as where okay, we're are we right at the end of season seven of Clone Wars? This is Rex and, and Ahsoka have just maybe split up to cover their tracks and go into hiding, and Rex is syn- synced up with Bad Batch and said, "What do we do, guys?" I don't know. Well, that's another. Oh, dude, you just planted that in my head. Like I said, helping Grogu escape, but how about helping Ahsoka escape and blend in? You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to pull any other inspiration from the Ahsoka novel because they seem to have kind of trounced that book as a whole. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's got to go into hiding. Once, once season seven ends, her and Rex are on that planet by themselves. They had one and we Y-wing, know Ahsoka right? feels like a life debt to him, almost like she knows. So maybe he can, helps can you, her one last time. Can you stuff two people into a Y-Wing? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, really? Gunner and a bomber. Is there, is, is there two a flyer seats? And a, I think so. I mean, in, in, unless it's a different model Y-Wing. But the ones I'm used to is, is just uh, one hapless pilot in there. Oh, you're right. So do they, have, do they have to call in somebody for help? Or did they kind of just get real cozy in that cockpit of the Y-Wing and, and fly out of there. And, you could. I'm sure there's like a little, it's not that know, much. I mean, even pull-out if, bench. Even if you could decide, okay, we're, it's going to get sweaty in here. You know, you're going to run out of air. There's two people. Come on. This is ridiculous. It's Star Wars, man. Their regenerator air system is perfect. <laughs> Running through hyperspace recharges it. <laughs> great. Great. Um, Saw, uh, Saw Guerrero is coming back. Yeah, Saw. What about the the that character, that young child? First of all, is that a male or a female? I don't know. I my you? initial reaction was it was a little boy, uh, and then so there was too. some online chatter about it being oh it's confirmed it's a girl. I okay, I don't know. I can go either way. I can go either way, but the the subtitles label the kid as Omega. And somebody out there on Twitter uh, said, what if this is a, a Palpatine clone? Yeah, and that that had a lot of traction, man. Like, I'm not online too often, man. And I, I saw that, so. And so, it's, well, and it's really the hair, right? He's got that hair that kind of slicks back like Palpatine had in the, in, in the Phantom Menace. It could be the eyes, too, maybe. I don't know. There's something about him, too, that when so, I had the image or idea sorry planted in my head prior right so when i watched the trailer you know i was kind of biased in my 
subliminally, you know, and I couldn't help it. And I, I'm still on the fence about it. I don't know, but I definitely feel like the, the, the chatter influenced me in that regard. Cause that would be a big plot line too, right? Help Palpatine's clone escape. It's right up there with, uh, was it Grogu and Ahsoka? Well, does, does the kid know who he's a clone of? Exactly. He probably if doesn't. Clone. If he's a clone. We don't even know that. Ex- exactly. Like it seems, it seems to me like the kid is, uh, native to, uh, Camino. Well, with, with the subtitle name as Omega, that just, that means like the final, the last one. So is that the last clone? To the last clone. The Ooh, you're right. Ooh, that's interesting. Kill all clones. Stop, stop all productions. Kill Camino. Get this little bastard clone. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. And so the kid takes off with, with, uh, you know, the bad batch, the bad batch. Once they figure out who he is, they're like, holy cow. Like this is, this is his real end game. He's going to have another one of himself. Like, yeah. And it's, and, you know, it's and all, they're going to, and they're going to break that poor kid's innocence. He seems so innocent. Like, here, I'll help you bad batch. <laughs> well, he already knows who he's they so are. Nice. He knows who they are. So I don't know if they're going to break the kid's <laughs> innocent little life. No, no, not them. I'm saying like Palpatine, like once they find out, say like this kid's a clone of Palpatine, what do you think he's going to want from him? Right. And then the clones are like, we got to save him. You know, he's like, here, Bad Batch, would you like some more? <laughs> like, he's what so are you, nice. Are you to competing them. with Sanjay? Why is the Oliver crappy? Twist? <laughs> it just seems like that to me. I don't know. We're going like, we, to seem so innocent. We're going to ask helpful. Stu. We're going to ask Stu to judge this. Is Corey's or Sanjay's Brit accent worse? <laughs> Stu, we leave it with you. Oh, that's tough. Either man. way, they're both horrible. They're both terrible. <laughs> Either way, you can see the child has not been manipulated as of yet. The age that he is, if he were to be pulled to the dark side, it would be quite the tragedy. Or, which the badge bat- batch is like, we're not letting this sh- this happen. The associated <laughs> like, no. chatter around the kid is that it's a failed Palpatine clone and becomes Ray's dad. The timing's lines up roughly yeah i've heard that too that's pretty sweet you know that and that's you know in my own head cannons i always wondered why palpatine never tried to make a clone force of of dark side minions and I, I always had this vision in my head of like cloned malls flying around like wrecking havoc across the galaxy and i guess yeah it's maybe it's too hard for him to control or too hard to hide from the jedi but i, I was always convinced going back like to the prequels like there's no way this guy just stopped at making clones. There's like he had to have done something else. And then I just kind of let it die. But now we're back and yeah, the idea of, of Palpatine doing selfish things with cloning for sure. I, I I can't wait to see where this goes. Now you have a good point there Kyle. Like I was thinking honestly the same thing in that sense. I was going to bring it up. The father to rate very if it's a Palpatine clone it makes sense timeline wise. I think so. Uh, anyway, we'll see. I, I, that's another like low hanging fruit opinion, but um, you're right. But it's a way of connecting that web too, right? It's I a mean, way of fixing that... the sequels from how ruined it was, man. <laughs> oh, but it's Woo-hoo. it's not easy to spin those webs. Like to have those tissues there already makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
you know, we we spoke about the you know the crux of the show. What kind of questions and purposes would this show answer and and give to the Bad Batch? So they're fugitives. We kind of get we kind of figured that, but based on Tarkin's uh, lines, they're most certainly fugitives, and they're going to be on the run, looking to you know find a new home somewhere. And to me, one of the interesting things that they might be able to do is just have him uh, with with Sagarera there. Can he join up with Sagarera and be sort of that uh, extremist portion of the rebellion that Mon Mothma refers to in uh, in Rogue One? Because well, that'd be more like the genesis of that. Well, yeah, but who, no, it this... doesn't make timeline doesn't really make sense because you feel like Saw was at the beginning of the rebellion, right? And then at a point they they part ways, where he becomes the partisans. Right, but could the and, like, Bad he's Batch just too be extreme. part of it, right? Like, the Bad Batch could sync up with No, Sagarera. it's like six months after. No, no, but they could stay with him for who knows how long. Or they could be, like, allies of Saw's group for an indefinite no. period. No, they're they're accruing to themselves, man. They're like the Ninja Turtles. Perfect. Perfect. That's what they are. Uh, on IMDb, it's uh, Andrew Cascino, who does Saw Gerrera's voice. Yep. And he's only there for one episode. Yeah, I, I, they don't. They don't have anything listed beyond one episode, do they? Uh, the only th- uh, D. Ba- uh, Bradley Baker has three, and Ming Na Wen has three. Oh, cool. Yeah, so cool I, I don't think. I, I don't think that um, this is completed. Like, I don't think this is fully, because if Stephen Stanton is voicing Admiral Tarkin one episode, and we pretty much got that whole episode in the trailer. Like <laughs> it's like a two minute trailer of all Tarkin. Um, I mean, it would be cool in a way that if, if the majority of the trailer is from that first episode, uh, so that, you know, there's no spoilers for later on during the season. Uh, I think that'd be cool, but uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know what's, I don't know how IMDB works really. I just, uh, just was checking it out now and I found it curious. Yeah, no, you're right, and I like. I think shows by and large do that now, where they when they give you trailers, it's it's the front half, it's front loaded, and they don't give you a lot from the second end of the show or the second half yeah. of the movie and what have you. Which is smart, man. Yeah, for sure. And we learned that from Rebels too. Like, I remember the trailers they had. I was like, ooh, but then, like you said, it was like really from the those big first and maybe mid season trailer, like big finales. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, I think you know I'm I'm more excited after seeing the trailer than I was before it for sure. So the trailer yeah, did too. its job, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, you know, as uh, a month from now, really, as you're listening to this, it drops May fourth. Um, I will be a little bit more excited every day until then, and then and that's what's cool too. So May fourth is a Tuesday, and we get a 70 minute episode to kick things off. And then three days later, we get episode two. So that's that's pretty wild. So we're going to have a lot of Bad Batch to talk about early on. And that 70-minute, you know, that big 70-minute show, to me, that's a that's almost a movie. That's yeah. gonna, That will tell almost a... I think that's going to tell the complete story of the clones or the Bad Batch right after season seven. And it's going to wrap. And then from there, I think we time jump. Not I don't know how long, but I think we're going to we're going to skip ahead a little bit down the line to find them 
adrift a little bit and leave a little bit of space for the inevitable novels and comic books to fill in the gaps for us. So that's it. Uh, anything else you guys want to add to this? No, I missed uh, you guys, man. Corey, I saw you like six hours ago. Not in that sense, you <laughs> idiot. But it was fun too. We destroyed our children in hockey. Oh, we crushed their hopes. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> all the children against. Like, why are the kids? My all son over was Twitch like, now? no, that's not fair. And I was like, no, I don't. Me and Kyle against you guys. They were horrible. <laughs> Jesus. I hope they never listen to this, Corey. That's okay. I love them. By the it. time they get to hearing this, you're going to be old and decrepit, and then they're going to come and kick our asses. Never, man. In hockey, think about it, Kyle. Look at the way they're going. In it, hockey, it doesn't we'll always take destroy long. them. It doesn't take long. We're smart. We're wise, dude. We're just going to use like those curb passes like we were doing, those long curb passes. The kids were like, how did that happen? <laughs> Absurd, as if they can't learn that themselves. Seriously, like the, well, the next, I'm I'm sure by tomorrow they're going to be practicing it themselves. Not my son. I'll try and I'll show him ten times. Be like, what? <laughs> what are you saying about your kid? Your son's more <sighs> pitcher than a hockey player, anyways. Oh, dude, he makes me mad sometimes. <laughs> I love him to death, though. He's so good, but still, sometimes he makes me so mad. The work ethic, man, it's really not there. Where was this on the Corey's bingo card? Trashing his son. I love the kid to death. I just told you. It's the work ethic that kills me. I would love to see what your work ethic looked like when you were seven years old. How old is your son? Nine? Nine, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Corey's work ethic as a wake and bake 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, I think you just got work ethic like four years ago. Yeah, but th- okay, let's let's say work ethic. Okay, like say even if I got up at eleven, once it was time to work around and break the leaves, dude, and smash a guy's I, face with Tim Hortons. I work. You are leaning on the counter with your elbows. I'm an animal. By the way, I work. Okay, when I work, I work, and when I don't see people working, when I'm working, they're supposed to be helping me. <laughs> Make my life easier. Where's your work what ethic? What do you do? <laughs> Kyle knows. Kyle, Kyle and I know. We just have to rake the backyard. Like that, it has to get done. Do you want to be here for two hours or six hours? Or, or, or you can just do things so poorly that you'll never get asked again. Yeah, that's the whole point. Exactly. That's my problem. <laughs> well, he learned from the best. <laughs> from a pro. Anyway. Guys, I, I, I'm glad we're back. This felt like uh, riding a bike, a, a, pedal, a, nice. a pedalless, brakeless bike, because <laughs> I feel like I just uncontrollably rolled us into the ditch, got my head <laughs> stuck in a culvert. And I'm sure everybody's loving it. Probably, probably. If anybody's new listening to this, haha, well, sorry, we'll try and do better next week. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Everybody else? Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you enjoyed our return episode, and it was a long time coming, um, listen, uh, I, I'm excited to talk about Star Wars again. There's so much cool stuff coming. Um, wow. Like, just to think about Book of Boba and Mando and holy smoke, soon we're going to be buried, and I can't wait. Oh, that's going to be so good. But if you want to catch up with any of us, guys, we are all in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. We invite you to come hang out there. 
Uh, if you want to be a bigger part of the podcast, tumblingsaber at gmail.com. Hit us up with, with your questions and thoughts. We'll play it on an upcoming episode. I know podcasts in general squeeze fandom for questions, and it, we're all, you're all tapped out. I get it. I'm just putting it out there. If you want to email us, go ahead. Do that. I would love to get a question for once. I, it'd be great. Dig deep, people. Um, but that's it. <laughs> Work ethic, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's going to do it for this week, folks. Thank you guys again for waiting around for us to get back into your podcast feed. I, I really do appreciate it. But we're back. You know, the choppy waters are behind. And I'm looking forward to being back in your, your slot every week. Ooh. But anyway, we're done. I'm getting out of here for this week. Um, thank you guys. Uh, Corey, Corey and Carlos. Carlos, uh, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at CCandido Music on Twitter and Instagram or at TheFunnyCarlos or CarlosCandidoMusic.com. I'm revamping my website and uh, new things are coming. So stay tuned. Corey. You know, the closed Facebook group on Facebook, whatever. You know, actually, Corey, it doesn't matter. You don't answer. You're okay. We're not doing your, yeah. your social media thing because you don't answer. You you get tagged in things and you don't answer. So you're done. We're not asking you about your social media anymore. That's it. Yeah, I don't go on my on social media too much. Honestly, it's stressing me out. I, I I get you. It's a cesspool. I get it. I'm there. I'm I'm there, man. Like every now and again, but it's I'm a lurker. Like Rick said, I'm a lurker. He tags you in things and you just don't answer. Like it's 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 borderline rude. But I get it. Social media is, is it's kind of a crappy place these days. Uh, it's, it's hard, man. Honestly, with kids and all that, it's like I just can't find the time, man, to justify it. Like I get down there at night and even at that when it's at night and I see stuff, I'm like, I'm just so lazy to respond. I'm just like, no work <laughs> ethic left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more and more I, 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 when I tune in and I'm just like, Ugh. you know what I'm about, man? If anyone, and I still do converse in that sense to, with several people, it's I'm, I'm about the DMs, man. You know, it's like, you want to hit me up? Hit me up in my DMs, bro. That's where I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. at. <laughs> All right, gang, that's it. You can find this, uh, whatever, in the DMs, in the, in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. Come check it out and hang out with us there. Uh, but until next week, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this return episode. We'll catch you next week. And until then, may the force be with you. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see.
through my spine 